0: Hey, podcast listeners, I'm Keith Montgomery of Montgomery Performance Consulting, and I want to help speed up your racing program. Whether you're racing dirt, asphalt, or road course, put my years of experience to work for you. Our pull-down services will help find where you're giving up speed so you can unload faster and run up front. We also offer trackside consulting and data testing to help you find speed and balance. And with our central location in Burlington, North Carolina, you can come to us for discounted rates on pull-down sessions. Call me today at 336-382-1835. Like us on Facebook at Montgomery Performance Consulting and let us help your racing program today. What's going on, race fans? Jason Turner back again in the house with Mr. Kyle Painter. What's up, Kyle? What's up? How's it going, man? You doing all right? Oh, yeah. Hanging in there. Always good to see you back in the studio. Man, we got a great show today. Got a really cool guest in the house again. He's uh he's given his uh, secret away as to the uh, success that he's had here recently here on Cars Tour Night. We've got... Mr. J.R. Good in the house. Jr. how's it going, man? It's
1: good, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, man. Glad to have you back on. I think uh, the key to success is definitely the handlebar mustache, something that I'm not capable of producing.
2: I <laughs> yeah, I, I, got, I can do like the goatee and the mustache, but I can't get the... You can't get the connection part. going. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. See, that's so, something so else. got all the speed over here. We can't, yeah. we can't touch him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so again, here we are back in the Accelerated Graphics Studios. Um Back with Kyle. Back with we got Jr. in the house. Jr. coming off of a win, uh, cars tour night, May the seventh. Jr. picked up his first
1: win. Jr. How's that feel, man? It's good, man. It's good. It feels good to get the monkey off your back. You know, uh, you always want to go to the racetrack to win, but uh, this year, I knew I had the equipment to do it, so I just had to make it happen. Yeah, I think I had to finally do it.
0: I think seeing him on Facebook, man, he didn't he didn't
1: take that feature winner hat off. For like a good week. Nah, nah, I still I'm still wearing it every day.
0: You don't wear it to <laughs> sleep, you take a shower in it.
1: Yeah, I'll take it off the shower. That's about it.
0: There you go. See, <laughs> so we got this other trophy over here, man. We're gonna we're taunting you a little bit. We've yeah. uh we uh we got that for you. You think you can grab that up next week?
1: That's the plan. Well I'm hoping to, it looks good.
0: Get you another hat. That way you can, you yeah. know, wash the first one. Yeah, I think hang I'll, it I'll just
1: i I'll wear the the my first one and then we'll we'll just post the other one up for a show. <laughs>
0: So it, this part of the show is brought to you by Bigby Coffee. Bigby Coffee on University Drive here in Burlington. Uh stop by for a Red Bull cream freeze, stop by for a cold brew, a hot brew, anything. Like you tried the cream freeze yet?
2: I have not. They had like a uh, juice, uh, some type of juice or something like that. Uh maybe a smoothie or something that I tried. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Smoothies, yeah. So the smoothies
0: are good. They've even brought those uh macarons to I the track. Had them yet. I yeah, they kept those. them things in the refrigerator. They were pretty good, then. Um So, man, we had a a really good kids' night. Everybody at kids' night, uh, they really enjoyed the bounce house, the 64-foot inflatable uh, obstacle course. Me and Kyle were going to race, but, man, you know. We couldn't even get a spot in line. Couldn't get a spot in line. The kids were going absolutely nuts over this thing. I mean, it was kids literally, you know, three years old, wanting to jump around. You know, Jackson, he was having fun. I I did get to take him through, but he he beat me coming down the slide. Mm. So, I got juiced by my own three-year-old man. That's something else. That's good uh, stuff. I, th-
2: I think Rumley uh, challenged uh, Randy to a to a race uh, in Victory Lane. So next time we got the bouncy house, we've got two two races set up.
0: We are going to do winner that. take all. We're going to do that back to school night. Market calendars. We're going to get Dustin Rumley and our announcer Randy it down that thing. That is going to be awesome.
2: See, seeing Randy run it would be worth the price of admission.
0: <laughs> yeah. he'll he'll fly through that thing like superman man speaking of superman dude blake stallin's coming back to run to run some it twins is. night action with us that was pretty cool That was cool. yeah so we'll go we'll go down or give give a rundown from the last week we got dustin rumley and the late models with a pair of wins um did so in pretty uh pretty pretty good fashion you know had a good commanding lead in both races and just you know made right, made uh, short work of it
2: and trevor trevor finished second in both of them and he said he's just looking for some long run speed like he Definitely has the first couple laps figured out and uh, qualifying, but he's looking for some long run speed, so he'll probably try to find some of that over the break. I think
0: he'll get some of that. He's pretty good at finding stuff when he needs it the most. Uh, Dean Fogelman and Blake Stallings splitting a pair of uh, – splitting the pair with a third and a fourth place finish. That first race, man. That was crazy. Was crazy I, I, knew, I knew Dean would catch him, and Dean Dean – Dean was actually, you know, putting putting a hurting on him. He was catching him, you know, about a car lap for the last good five laps, and man, he just got to three and four, and there it was. And uh, you know, that's just what happens when two cars compete for the same real estate. You know, that was just definitely a solid racing uh, mishap.
2: Yeah, and he got to him. He didn't have when he got to him. He didn't have any time to really work him. So yeah, you so do what he, you, gotta do you just if there's a hole, you got to fill <laughs> it,
0: man. So that's what they did. So and then uh after that yeah RD Smith he is fifth in the points but did not make that race shout out to Kobe Fogelman for giving a good effort you know showed up give it a give it a shot to see what he's got in the late bottles that was a that's a pretty big deal mini stocks mini stocks was you know still didn't fail to impress um, Michael Tucker's still putting hurting on these guys man these guys have to find a way to top Michael Tucker I know that dude is sharp everywhere he goes he goes to Dylan he comes to Ace he's always quick Um you know, doesn't really matter what car he's in. He puts a hurting on him. Chuck Wall. He's still trying to find a way to. Till, still, he's missing just a little something. He's,
2: he's all over it, but he's not. He's just not quite got it. Got it done yet?
0: Yeah. And with Ace being such a handling track, um, you know, definitely you got to be so consistent that that. Uh, you know, you you have got to you have got to got to got to hit. You got to nail it every lap. Um, Isaac Chandler, man, we got to get this kid on the show. This Isaac Isaac's going to be a good show. Um, finished up third. Those guys have been working really hard uh partnered with the Mavic radio NC uh, team man they just uh he thinks that he thinks they've got something for these guys they they got something to figure out and they will be all over it um, that's gonna be a good deal you've got miles Tucker and my uh Mike heron finishing out the top five modifieds at a Speedway. uh Todd Massey coming back
2: that's the, what three in a row
0: that is well th- three in a row when he shows up
2: Oh, okay. So okay, when he yeah. shows up, he is, 100%, That's right. yeah.
0: he is 100% going to win when he shows up. So for anybody who doesn't know, Todd Massey has a very, very decorated late model stock career. Uh, moving to the modifieds as not only um, him and Brad Allen, Jason York, and uh, Gary Causey have done. All these guys have raced late model stocks. Seriously and competitively yeah. at, at for a long span of time, and then move to the modified class. These guys, they just can't give up the sport. They love it to death, and and find a way to still compete in the modified division. At a Speedway, is a good division for these guys. So you got Todd Massey winning the race, Gary Causey leading the points, finishing second, Roy Cook still finishing finishing third again. So he has a great shot at Gary Causey for this title this year. He's only six points back. Um, Randy Butner, and then Nathan Garrett, going to be a daddy here soon, uh, finishing out the top five in that. Right That that's a, that's, a big, uh, that's a big thing right there. I remember when I was going to be a daddy, that thing, that was, <laughs> whew. You, you're on pins and needles, man, pins and needles. Keith Brame, Jr., still winning again here in the extreme class. Uh, little bro, Bryson Myers, Myers coming up a little bit short. With the Br- world's quickest interview. Yeah. He was, he was like, I'm not having it today. Was, <laughs> we got to work on that, man. Yeah, you know, we got, we
2: got to get him uh, some, some interview training or whatever. Like
0: <laughs> hey, we'll, 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 we'll school him up. We'll send him yep. to, like, Randy Pettit school or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> there you go. We'll get it going. Brian Hatch in third and Jonathan Lawrence in fourth. But that's your uh, rundown from the A way recap. Back to Jr. Good. Getting his first win in front of a Cars Tour Night crowd. Uh Pretty big deal, man. What do you attribute to the uh, the change in pace of your team? What do you What do you think is most critical?
1: Uh, I would say confidence. Uh, I was able to get that first podium finish uh, this year, and that, that played a big part. But uh, our lap times in practice and stuff has been have been where they need to be, and uh, we finally just got the car freed up. I mean, it was it's been a little bit tight. Uh, last couple races so we finally adjusted it freed it up a little bit and uh it just made the difference man everything fell into place uh on luck on my end as far as the way the race played out uh we were able to get a big gap from the beginning because the guys behind us were battling so uh we were just able to maintain that gap after that like you were saying with the mini stocks just finding that edge is you got to hit that line 50 times you know what i mean just Perfect, perfect, perfect. Because you barely bobble unlimited, limited, man. That makes the difference in two and three tenths. Now, absolutely.
0: Now, your background, other than just circle track and asphalt racing, I see you dabble a lot in uh, go karts on Facebook. But what else have you? What else have you done in the past as far as motorsports?
1: So, growing up, I've always been around circle track racing. I love circle track racing, and I wanted to race go karts. Um, uh, It just it never happened. But we started racing motocross. I started doing that when I was 11 or 12, and we were heavy into that until I turned probably 22, 23 years old, and then uh, after after a little bit of a gap of quitting the motocross thing, I just worked my way back to the circle tracks, and a couple of buddies had go-karts and stuff, so that's where, that's where it started, was, was on the go-karts. My uncle Mike Bledsoe, um, which is the car owner now, uh, he let me drive one of their go-karts at A Speedway in a couple of races, and after that i was i was hooked on circle track stuff
0: man so you never know where the next talent is coming from the next winners at a speedway you never know where they're come from and the fans for you watching if you guys think we should bring back a go-kart track let us know in the comments below mm-hmm. um so you, you talk about you talk about growing up around the sport you talk about uh you know what is your favorite memory of either coming to Ace Speedway or racing in general? Like, what, what what made it to where you knew you wanted to compete at Ace?
1: I'd say the uh, time spent at the shops. So, uh, Dad dad raced uh, dirt when they had the, what is it, like, sportsman division. He mm-hmm. raced at Ace Speedway in 311. So, uh, once I was born, he, he quit racing, and he started helping guys. He helped uh, so like Ricky Billings, Dick Shirley, then Keith Woody, uh, and then, you know, Mike. And... Uh, Stuff like that. So, most of my time spent with Dad was at, at a race shop. You know, me and my brother would go up, up to a race shop and we'd play. And we'd get in trouble the whole time because we like <laughs> play, playing with stuff in the shop that we shouldn't play with. But, uh, yeah, time time at the track. And then every Friday night, we knew we were going to be at Ace Speedway. You know, Ace Speedway raced every Friday night. Uh, my mom and dad would go early because they'd go in the pits. And my papa would take uh, me and my brother to actually watch races at Ace every Friday night. And Yeah, just that's pretty much where I grew up. Where did you guys play at the most around the racetrack? Definitely under the bleachers. Yeah. 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 I remember uh, you grow
0: up and you're what we always used to do is we would either save lunch money throughout the week. Yeah. All of our like our our crew, our Friday night roll dogs, we would literally save lunch money, we would save whatever we could save. And then you go to the backstretch concession stand and at the time, uh, like a large pizza from Domino's was like five bucks. Oh yeah. So you save up five bucks, you and your your buddies, and you, everybody gets a slice or two. And then when you're done, you ride it down there. That hill. thing's a sled. <laughs> That's right. So the box, you're sliding down the box, going just and yeah. and just straight up, no fear, just yolo. And and I I drive around the racetrack now, and literally every time I go around the backside of three and four, I'm like, I can't believe we used to do that.
1: That's a big hill.
0: That's huge. <laughs> Even now, I was yeah. like, man, I can't you know I can't believe we used to do that and. Um over before they made the track longer, a buddy of mine, even to this day and myself, we would actually go down the backside behind turn two toward the wood line back when it was still kind of closer to the racetrack before they cleared all that out. And there was like a like a I don't think it was a creek as much as it was just, you know, uh, landscaping go- kind of going down. Yeah. And it would always be really, really wet right there or like puddles of water or a miniature, you know, pond or whatever, right. just something that couldn't drain out, had to dry out. But always, you know, right around this time of year, there'd be frogs everywhere. <laughs> and so we'd go back there and catch frogs and stick them in your pocket and walk <laughs> around with them. And it's like, you know, me and my buddy over here. Uh, so I remember so much about doing that as a kid. Um and even now, I see kids running around the racetrack, and I'm like, yeah. You yeah. know, they're they're keeping it going.
1: And everybody knew everybody there. I knew all the drivers in every class. You know them by name and car number. You don't know them personally, but you know uh, that's uh, Todd Massey and the Purple Lake model or whatever it is, yep. you know. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: Everybody always saw me running around with, like, a bologna burger hanging out of my mouth. <laughs> So it, like when I was, I'd be eight, nine, ten years old running around. and I'm always eating a ham sandwich or eating something at the racetrack, and I was just like, wow, you know, you you people say you know, like, I don't see you ever without without eating something, and I'm like, right, yeah, maybe I should put it down. It's old habits die hard, so yeah. Um, what are your plans for the rest of the season? What do you, how do you think you're gonna continue to improve and continue to go and go forward? In yeah. your racing career, what's next for J. As, Jr. Good? As
1: far as plans for the rest of the season is just remain consistent and stay out of trouble, uh, keep the car in one piece. That's that goes a big, big, uh, big deal with running for a championship. You know, with cost and being like you said in the podcast before, being able to get parts and stuff like that. Um, that plays a big part in keeping the car clean, but also you've got to run on the edge to be competitive and to uh, to win. So. Obviously, the goal is to get more wins, um, but also keeping the car clean as well. And After this year, I'm not real sure. Um, I just guess we'll see how the end of the year plays out.
0: Yeah, you'll definitely be able to keep that. You, you'll know if uh, it, all the race fans at home, you'll know if is keeping that car clean or not because it is white. <laughs> it white. is snow white. It's clean. It's got brand-new-looking so decals on it. Yes, It's on a rail. It's yes. ready to go. It's coming back to a Speedway coming up June 11th. You going to make it?
1: Yeah! Oh yeah! We'll be there. Awesome.
0: So Jr. Good will be in the house June 11th with his handlebar mustache, yes, um, trying to still still see if he can get the mullet going. I don't know if the wife uh, is going to
1: let that happen uh, or not. I don't, I don't grow hair very well anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, it happens to the best of us. Uh, to to go back to like uh, being conservative or or driving different because you're you're running for a title. I had talked to Bobby McCarty when he was running uh, on his second when he was going for two in a row in the Cars Tour Series, and he was like, uh, "It's it's just totally different." Like he he was basically saying he could go for more wins and stuff like that. Coming coming down to the late stages of a race, are there certain without naming any names obviously because we don't yeah. want to stir nothing up? Are there certain people you're like, you know what, I'll just take you know my second or third here as opposed to race that guy? Or is, are there situations like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For me, it's uh, you, you know the guys in front of you, especially after you drove behind them a few laps. You kind of know if uh, if their car's going away, they're kind of all over the place. Um, but uh, I know if I don't have the car to make it happen, if they're not holding me up, uh, then we'll, we'll do what we can. But I'm not going to force the issue. Uh, if they're holding me up and I know I'm losing time, then, yeah, we've got we to set this up to uh, make a pass. But to make a pass at a speedway, it's going to take you a couple laps to do it right. Uh, without, you know, just straight up moving a guy. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, as far as, you know, if we got somebody that's coming down for the win or whatever, last lap, if I'm not on their bumper, I'm not going to dive bomb or anything like that, you know, for the win, because we got to come back and race the next race, and that guy's going to remember how you drove him that race. Um, and that's just going to create a bunch of problems for yourself as far as running for a championship. If it was just one race we were traveling around just trying to make some money, yeah, you see more of that uh, aggression, I guess you'd say. But, um, yeah, you drive guys clean, man. It goes a long ways. They remember that um, because we all have uh, nights we're on and nights we're off. I've seen that last race. I think you heard Dalton in his interview and uh, Harville as well. Uh, they just made the adjustments the wrong way. We're all trying to search for more speed because we're all so close. And, you know, we make those adjustments. Sometimes we can go the wrong way, um, which is what we did the first first race or two, you know, just trying to find more speed in the car. So, yeah, man, it just goes a long ways just as far as just keeping it calm and driving clean and it, knowing whether or not your car can pass somebody or not. If, if it can't pass them, there's no point in forcing the issue. Right and that's the, just uh, my perspective of it.
2: And do you think guys ever take advantage of that too? And, and they're like, oh, he's running for points. You know, if if I drive a little rough, he'll probably let me go.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, if I'm holding somebody up by any means, yeah, I've I've, I've gotten my back bumper beat off uh, quite a bit. So I know that my spotters are good about my dad usually spots for me. My uncle Keith Woody spots for me, and they're like, hey, let them go. Like if if we've got something for them, we'll we'll catch them back. But if if you're holding them up, it's. Uh, either you're going to get put in the wall or you can let them go. So, That's I like great. the second option better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, sometimes you just got to you know,
2: to save your day, I mean. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and but I've been in so many situations where I've been faster than somebody through the center. Yeah. And because of the passive aggressive uh you know, you don't want to you don't want to wreck somebody but you got to stay right there on them you do you know you can actually burn your stuff up also so you can actually take a really good car or a race winning car and make it a third or fourth place car quick if you don't do something with it so there are times where you have to force the issue if you're better uh because i mean you know especially just like at speedway, anybody knows you know if you're better center off than somebody else and you're not showing it or you're not using it then yeah You know, you're wasting. You are. You're wasting it. You might as well, you know, you literally might as well blow it up and put it in a trailer if that's how you're going to drive it. So there are issues where you got to push, you know, you got to push the man in front of you. You got to force the issue a little bit. Let him know you're there. You know, hey, you know, the first time bump, you know, hey, I'm here. Second time bump, I'm faster than you. Third time bump, I'm coming through. So there are issues where you have to do that. But um,
1: especially when you're sitting in third, because, you know, this (laughs) leader, I cannot like uh, marvel. I mean, throughout the year, you've seen. If he gets that gap, mm-hmm. he can maintain that gap. He's going to hit his marks. He's going to hit his line. So it's like I cannot let him you get this You can't let him gap. get away. No. And that's what we were able to do uh, my last race is we finally got a gap and got to ride. Uh, I like that side a little bit yeah. better. <laughs> let them do get out. Yeah, you let, just take off. If y'all battle. Y'all keep battling back there. There you go. Well,
0: uh, speaking of fireworks, man, there was some fireworks in the late model race, fireworks in the modified race, fireworks in the mini stock race. Um We've got fireworks race fans coming up on Flag Day, June 11th, Flag Day 215, presented by Alcovets. Um, big deal. We've got uh, RNS race cars coming on board as well for a $7,500 to win late model stock 75 lap feature. This is a four tire event. Um, if anybody isn't Up to current on what's going on with tires, Hoosier Racing Tire has faced a supply shortage in the supply chain of the F45 compound Hoosier Racing Tire that our Limiteds, Late Models, and Modifieds compete on. So in order to uh, conserve the supply, each track gets a designated amount, uh, an even equal amount per race night. So, you know, basically we've been able to have... Between our allotment from last race and the next race, we've got enough tires for limiteds to have theirs. Modifieds, um, I don't think, they didn't get one this time, so modifieds will get their tire. And then we've got enough tires between everything else to have up to 15 late model stocks for this event, 11 of which have already entered for this race. On that race, we've got uh neil racing i think kevin Neal's going to race that i'm not exactly sure if him or his son is going to race that we've got dustin rumley dean fogelman trevor ward dylan ward blake stallings ryan millington justin johnson Trey dillard tommy neil and we are waiting on a couple more to uh to enter they got to see how it goes um, coming up with the next cars tour race uh, before this event so kind of the situation that everybody's in is if you're not going to race cars tour, you get to kind of pick and choose where you want to go after that in between races. or if you're if you're racing for like Tour and 12, you have to be there every race. So you know, you're kind of limited on what you can and can't do. Uh, most of the people that we're talking to right now about this event, um, they're kind of waiting to see, how they get through this race before they commit, you know, so we've been on the phone with like Deke McCaskill, Scott Riggs, or excuse me, well, four lane Riggs, but talking to Scott and a couple others. We've been talking with Greg Marlowe and a few others to, you know, there's a lot of interest out there, of course, obviously with this kind of a deal uh, put together. So a lot of these guys are, you know, they want to be there so bad, but, you know, if they've only got one car or, you know. It's kind
2: of hard to nail it down with the parts situation. We can't even get, you know, some places can't even get tires, so. Yeah. If, it's not, if it's not a clean race, it's a, it's a big deal.
0: Yeah, it puts you in a bad situation. So, you know, we've got more cars interested to fill out the remaining spots. However, uh, you know, until until that time, these guys cannot fully 100% commit. So, you know, it kind of puts us in a, in a pickle there. But definitely going to have a good field for this. So we're going to have fireworks, again, on the track and off the track. After dark, we'll cut off for a little bit in between some of the races We're going to have a big fireworks show presented by Alcovets. These guys, um, if you can, find them on Facebook, like their page. These guys are on a mission to help veterans, not only in Alamance County, but around the state of North Carolina. These guys mean business. These guys do a lot of good in the community, and uh, they want to raise awareness for uh, veterans who commit suicide due to PTSD and the struggles that they go through um, very – very, very big thing that these guys are doing. They're really noble in what, what their uh, mission is, and they've got some stuff uh, that we've talked about in previous meetings with them uh, in the last couple of weeks that they're working on that I had no idea they were trying to do, and it's amazing That's pretty cool. some of the stuff that these guys are coming out with. So, you know, definitely pay attention to the Alcavets. You can find them on Facebook, like their page. Uh, if you can, try to find a way to work with them, help them out, donate, whatever you can. Um, they do gun raffles, um, I think two or three a year. Uh Pretty cool stuff. You buy a twenty dollar ticket and you got a chance to win a pretty cool gun. Yeah, I think it's just all rifles. Yeah. But um, I've I've bought several of those, hoping that I could get me like an AR or something like that. <laughs> you know, they they have some pretty sweet top prizes. Yeah. Um, limited late models coming back for a 50, 50 lap uh feature. The another big thing, mini stocks. I told you guys here, you heard it first, and you're gonna hear it again. Mini stocks, seven hundred dollar to win top prize. Still just thirty lap race um mini stocks have been great at ASP Way for years uh we call a speedway the mini stock capital of the world these guys got their shot to come and run for some top money and this is not going to be the last time folks that this happens for the mini stock division so you come to ASP Way when you buy your ticket you know that there's going to be you already know there's gonna be fireworks on the racetrack yeah but we got them off the racetrack as well so with these top prizes these guys are going to be going after it for 30 solid laps Hopefully, we we can do some all green flag lap racing, man. Have have a straight, you know, green to checkered. That'd be cool. And uh, and see see who's really got it. And then you know we've got our ace mods coming back too. We're gonna see if Todd Massey comes back again. See if he can if he can make it four for four in his four starts.
2: I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll come back. You' pretty oh, yeah. confident. He he was waving the flag pretty hard for Ford, so I think he's I think he's kind of all in. I mean, I don't want to speak for him, but I, I think he'll I think he'll come back.
0: I've been speaking to a couple people who are they've bought modifieds, so we you know, the modified class is still growing. And one other uh, one other driver, I don't want to mention his name yet. He's considering buying a modified, and uh, you know, for his son um, who races dirt, so. These guys are these guys are considering the SPWA modified class because they know it can save money. Um, it's not super expensive to run the SPWA modifieds. I mean, you can make anything as expensive as you want it to be, but right. um, based on our rules and based on you know tire consumption and things of that nature and the number of laps these guys run, it's not a insanely expensive Division Two race, and you still get you know a decent top prize. Yeah. In um, the Way extremes. We've got another driver that's planning to come out. Um, I've been waiting on him. He's got his car together, and uh, it'll be cool to see when it comes out. <laughs> um, I'm hoping he gets it out to, gets it out for this race. But if not, we still got a pretty tight knit group of cars. These guys are going to put on a great show. For Sure, definitely a good show. But again, gates open at six. Races start at eight. Adult ticket prices are fifteen dollars. Kids six to twelve are still just five bucks. That hasn't changed. I don't think it's changed. It hasn't changed since uh, 2017. Kids still just five dollars. That's big. So bring out your family. You can come. You get more entertainment than a movie, uh, and for the same, if not cheaper. Yeah. Um. You know, you're not paying nine dollars for a big thing of popcorn. You're not buying a ten dollar soda. You can feed your whole family for. You know, what it would cost for just one soda and one popcorn at a movie. But mostly come for the fireworks. Yeah, definitely come for the fireworks. (laughs) This is going to be great. But I think we're going to have more fireworks on the track than off the track, especially with these top prizes. So I'm really excited to see who comes out um, in the mini stock division. I've already spoken with about six drivers that are coming that they haven't made it to all the events, but they've made it to some. And then um, I think, uh, man, if everything comes out right, I think we're going to have 24-plus cars. That'd be cool. So, that'll be nuts. That'll be good. That'll be good. So, definitely, again, guys, this is also the fifth race in the dual short track showdown between Ace BO and Tri County. So, so far, right now, um, Brandon Rogers and Blake Stallings have made a huge commitment to, to, or not necessarily Braden as much as Blake Stallings, but definitely trying to, uh, to win that deal. Right. Uh, Blake's been to Ace. And competed in both twin races for the last uh, event, and then this one as well. He's listed for the seventy five hundred win race, so I think that's going to be a that's going to be something big to to look at when you compare the points. Uh, ASP Way is going to post those points here uh, this week. We were waiting on one finish from Tri County in order to post those and get everything together. But we really appreciate all you guys coming out. We've got Jr. Good in the house. JR, appreciate you coming out, buddy. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And everybody who listens to the Ace Way Recap, you can also listen to us on any of the podcast apps out there. You've got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, or wherever you download your podcasts. Just search Ace Speedway Recap, like, share, and subscribe. It really helps us out as we continue to grow this Uh Kyle, we looked at some numbers, man. The last, uh, the last, uh, one of the last Facebook videos we did had over five thousand reaches, um, just after last week. So definitely a big thing that uh, you know we're we're, able to do. Keep that momentum going. We're going to definitely keep bringing it to you live here, race fans. Uh, And for now, I'm Jason Turner, along with Kyle Painter, executive producer, and Jr. Good, our guest. We will see you at the races.